1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. (laughs) Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and catch your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now, your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley.
3: Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Well, today, my friends, I want to have an esoteric conversation with those of you that are ready for it. And it's interesting The word that I'm using, esoteric, I want to define it for you because I think it's really important to understand that this is something that goes on all the time. So let me define it and then I'll explain what I mean. The word esoteric or more commonly esoteric knowledge means most commonly means obscure and only understood or intended to be understood by a small number of people with special And perhaps even secret knowledge. It's often used to describe knowledge that's only intended to be revealed to people who have been initiated into a certain group. So, my friends, what that means is I'm assuming that you're associated, and uh, I'm sorry, you are uh, initiated into my group of people that are ready to hear some of the most provocative information that you've ever heard in your life. And it's a completely different way to look at life, completely different than what society wants you to look at life. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Today's conversation is going to be about what Stephen Covey called the maturity continuum. And his basic concept in the maturity continuum conversation, as I remember it from his book, is that most people get older, they get taller, they get more educated. But they don't get any uh, they get smarter but they don't grow up they don't mature they're not any better of a person than what they were when they were young and he talks about three different levels of maturity number one is dependency number two is becoming independent and number three is becoming interdependent now his level of conversation on this topic is more psychological you know You're dependent on other people, the way you feel, and the way you think, and whether or not you feel good about yourself is all dependent on other people's opinion of you. The independent saying, okay, now I'm able to break away from that dependency of other people needing other people's approval. And the third level is interdependency is where you're able to go back and involve yourself with people again without getting drawn into their dependency. And being able to deal with people in society in an independent manner. But it takes two independent people to become interdependent. Because a dependent person with an independent person becomes a dependent person. Whew, there was a lot said there. Very good book, by the way. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And this whole maturity continuum thing is phenomenal. But what I did was, 25 years ago, is I changed it to a whole way of seeing life and people... And what they do financially, as opposed to just psychologically. So I'm going to give you my version of the maturity continuum, uh, sometimes known as the natural progression of a real estate investor. Um, my version has been copied and recopied and recopied by just about every real estate guru out there. Um, but that's okay. I drew on Stephen Covey's information; they can draw on mine, whatever. The bottom line is you need to understand it, and it's understood, and it's why I said this is esoteric information because it's only understood by a few people most people out there will not understand what I'm going to share with you today and if you try to explain it to them they will think you're nuts but my friends it's the real secret for two things to happen in your life number one for you to become financially free and number two for you to be happy it's not the money it's the lifestyle the quality of life so let's start with dependency uh, Covey comes up with the concept that everybody starts dependent. I'm going to talk about financial dependence. So you're a little kid. You are totally dependent on your parents taking care of you. So now you get a little older, and you're looking for a little independence. So you want some money in your hand that you can spend. So you ask for an allowance, or you go get yourself a little part-time job, and now you have a microcosm of independence. You have $100 a week to spend, whatever it is, 50 100 200 That is you drawing on your need for independence. Now, society wants you to be dependent, though. And so they are going to keep you under control by most parents are going to want to control even your earnings. They're going to tell you that they'll give you an allowance if you do this, if you do that, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So they're still in control. And as a dependent person, you know no other way but to do what they tell you to do. That's just what dependency is. They tell you, you do it. Now, interestingly enough, as you move along, your need for independence grows. And you start trying to reach out for independence, thinking you're getting it by having more money. So you ask for more money from your parents. I remember, you know, unions ask for COLAs, cost of living increases. Well, your kids ask for colas. Mom, dad, it's a lot more expensive to be 17 than it was when I was 14. I need a larger allowance. I need more money. I need a credit card. I need a cell phone. I need a computer. And they just keep digging at you and digging at you and digging at you. They are clawing for independence, screaming and crying for independence. But what do you do? You control them. You tie strings to all that stuff, and you say, look, The way society wants this to work is you're going to go and get good grades so you can get into a good college, so you can get good grades there, so you can get out and get into a master's program or a doctoral program and or then get out and get a good job. That's the system. It's going to take you 25, 26, 27 years of your life to go through the system. During that entire time, you will do exactly what the system tells you to do. You will sit what you're told to sit, be quiet, shut up, and don't think outside of the box. That's the whole concept. School was designed to create dependent people to work in corporate America, to work in America. And so they put you in school, and they sit you in a chair, and they tell you to shut up and be quiet. I got so many problems when I was a kid because I wouldn't shut up because I wanted to talk. I wanted to communicate. But they don't want you to communicate. They don't want you to get educated. They don't want you to learn. They don't want you to grow. They want you to just conform. I remember when I was in kindergarten, I got my first report card. I ran home to Mom as fast as I could. I said, Mother, Mother, I'm famous already. I'm famous already. I'm only in kindergarten. I'm already famous. And my mother opened the report card, and in the bottom where there was a place where the teacher could write something, the teacher just wrote, your son is infamous for talking out in class. <laughs> and my mother had to explain to me what infamous meant compared to famous. Well, guess what? I'm infamous for talking out against the discipline that makes you believe that you need to be dependent the rest of your life. So when you go through and you get out of college, what do they want you to get a job? Now who are you dependent to? Now you're dependent to your boss. And so as you're dependent to your boss, you want more money. You want more independence. You want more freedom. Money spells freedom, guys, or at least you think it does. And so you want more money. This is where you start trying to climb the ladder of success. You went from making $10 a week in allowance to $20 a week in allowance to $100 a month in allowance to $1,000 a month at a job to $10,000 a month at a job to $20,000 a month at a job to $30,000 a month at a job. I don't know where you ended up. But you know, whatever you got. Maybe you never made more than ten, And you were dependent on that job. Dependency means a couple of things. Number one, you're on a ladder. And there's lots of people on that ladder, climbing that ladder of success. What I want you to think about while you're driving in your car, you're sitting there listening to this, I want you to think about being on a ladder that's maybe 50 feet high. And there's maybe three or four people below you and 15 people above you. And you're looking up as you climb the ladder. You realize a couple things happened in this climb of the ladder. Number one, you can't go any further than the person in front of you. And number two... The scenery never changes. You're always looking at what? The back end of the world. And when stuff goes wrong, which way does stuff fall? Which way does crap fall? It falls downhill. So who does it hit? It hits you. So even if the guy above you does bad, it hurts you. But if you do good, it pushes him up. The harder you push on that ladder, the harder you push, the more you have to shove him up the ladder to get there. You can't get around him because he's before you. I remember going to work at one of my first jobs and there was a 65, 70-year-old guy who was in charge of this business. It was a finance company. Well, I'll talk back. We'll get back. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsey Radio Show.
1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash/recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month.
4: New iPhone 15s? You better all
2: here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch minimum of four
4: lines for $25 per line per month without autopay pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies Ctmobile.com. Austin's Talk 1370
2: Welcome back Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time Del Wamsley.
3: Welcome back to the Dell Wallsley Radio Show. Today we're having the esoteric conversation about the maturity continuum of life. The fact that uh, most people never get out of the dependency mode in life make it to the independent mode or the interdependent mode uh, is really common. As I've been teaching for 30 years, I see it over and over and over again. Almost everybody I run into that's in the dependent mode world who gets what I'm talking about. And that's what I mean by esoteric. Esoteric information, information, only a few people that have the understanding, uh, the insight to understand it can really get anything from it. So this conversation is not for everybody today. This is for the people that really understand that their life really is, um, just, uh, life is, uh, what do what I like to call it? It's, um, well, it's, I'll come back to it. I can't think of the word I usually use. So, um, the bottom line is here is I went to break. I was talking about the fact that everybody is dependent. We're taught to be dependent. They keep us and they force us to stay dependent. And, um, I was talking about the first time I really figured this out was when I went to work for this finance company and there was this 65 year old man that just sat there and smoked cigarettes all day, did nothing, but had all these young kids working for him. And I thought that there was, they called it a management training program. That way they could put you on salary and only pay $600 a month. Another scam. Um, They had a, what was known as a six-year training program that you could become a manager and had all these videotapes and books and things to learn from. And I took the course, and because I'm single, broke, living at home by myself with nothing to do, I got through the six-year six course in six months or whatever it was, five-year course. And I went back, and I tested out and passed all the tests. I said, okay, I'm ready to become a manager. The guy goes, you're not going to be a manager. You're just a young kid. That's not for you. You're going to have to pay your dues. And there it was the ladder concept guys you can't go up that ladder there's people in front of you no matter how smart you are you can't go up that ladder same thing happened to me later on when i was in the health club business they put me in the health club business as a trainer for two dollars and 75 cents an hour within a week i was managing one of the clubs because i could outdo anybody that worked there as far as manager assistant manager whatever Within a year, I'd won my first award, national award, for running the thing. And then within a couple of years, I was a supervisor running six clubs. Well, I had a boss that wasn't that smart. And he knew he wasn't that smart. And I knew he wasn't that smart because every time I'd bring him brilliant ideas on how to make a lot more money, which is, by the way, what I've done for the last 30 years is teach people how to make a lot more money. He'd look at him and say, no. And one day, over periods of time, he would, I'm sorry, would then let me do them, you know? And one day he brought me in, I was talking to him, I said, you know, he goes, "Dell, you're one of the smartest guys I know. I said, then why do you say no to everything I say? He says, because to be honest with you, I don't even understand what you're saying most of the time. And so I figure if I say no to you enough times and you keep coming back and hammering me with it, then you really believe in what you're saying, it's probably right. And then I know it can go ahead and let you do it. There again, I was stuck on the ladder underneath someone who wasn't going to move, was not going to move. And I knew it. That's why I quit. That's one of the reasons I quit. But it was the impetus behind the fact that I knew I had to go find my own business somewhere down the line. And really, that's the secret. You have to move from dependency to independency. But the problem with independency is you got to be dependent on you. So you go and you buy yourself a business. If dependency is a job, right, or a government program that takes care of you or your parents or whoever else, when a check comes from somebody and not you. That's dependency. So now you're going to become independent. You're going to go start your own business. The problem with starting your own business is you've got to make money with it. You know, before you go to work and be a complete idiot, and I know tons of people that are complete idiots, one or two cans short of a six-pack, and yet they still take home their pay. You get paid even if you do it wrong. might get fired, but at least you get paid. When you're in business for yourself, if you don't do it right, you don't get paid. You might get sued. You may work. A lot of hours. And so, in fact, somebody told me one time, they said, starting, who was it? It was probably somebody famous like um, Kiyosaki or somebody famous. I don't know who it was. I hope I can give credit to somebody. Um, starting your own business is like uh, working twice the number of hours to earn half the pay uh, along those lines. And I probably butchered it. But the reality is that's the way it mo- is for most people. You go to work for yourself and now you have to be everybody. Now you're the cook, dishwasher, cleaner, mopper, server, chef, and then after you're done with that, you got to do the accounting and the payroll and then the taxes. And all you really were good at was cooking burgers. So you thought you should own a burger place. Or you could paint, so you thought you should own a paint company. Or you were a plumber and you thought you should open a plumbing company. And the reality is you end up working 10 times harder to make no money. Now, here's the problem. I'm sorry, or the solution, is that if you go into a business where cash flow is important, why do I always say, rule number one, don't lose money. Rule number two, there's got to be cash flow. So if you go start a business and you put a ton of money into the business, it earns nothing right up front. You've, number one, broke both rules. You've lost money and you have no cash flow. So you need to get into a business like real estate where there's money coming out, coming in the day you buy it, right? The day you buy it, you make more money. And then what you do is you learn about leverage. When you leverage yourself, your one-hour of work can produce four or five hours of work if you have other people working for you. It can produce income that is leveraged 10 times, 20 times, whatever. And so you have money working for you. So now you have people working for you and money working for you, and you're working also. So when you own a business, you own your job. That's the basics of it. And you also own everybody else's job and what the money earns and what the business earns and everything else. So you see people that are successful at small business, successful at being entrepreneurs or independent owners of things. Um, they generally live a pretty good life. But what you'll also notice, is they work like a dog. I've got a next-door neighbor that's a multimillionaire, and uh, she sells donuts for a living. She owns a donut franchise. She gets up at 6 o'clock in the morning. Five, no, I'm sorry, 3 o'clock in the morning. To go make donuts at sixty-five years old, a millionaire, getting up at three in the morning. Why? Because I've got to make sure my people do the right thing. You got that dumb of people? They can't make donuts. How hard is it to make a donut? <laughs> yeah, I love these people, but the bottom line is, is that, that that's stuck in your business, right? And so that's what independent is. You own the business. Is it a good place to be? Hey. My next-door neighbor is a multimillionaire. A lot of people I know are multimillionaires. They're very happy. They're very successful. They're just workaholics, right? So it's it's a situation where that type of leverage can change your life from being a dependent soul, right, to not having anybody to be a boss, to having all the profits go to you instead of somebody else, and give you maximum upside potential. Because when you're in your job, you say, okay, I'm making 100000 a year. I need to make more. You go to your boss. He goes, I don't care what you need to make. Well, I'm worth more than hundred grand." And what I say to my employees when they tell me that, I said, I know you're worth more than hundred grand, But that job isn't. That job pays hundred grand. So if you want that job, you get paid hundred grand. If you want something else, go somewhere else. Because it's not what you're worth. It's what the job is worth is what you get paid. So once you become independent, you go, okay, I had 10 houses. I go, that's not enough income. I just bought 10 more and then 10 more after that, and then apartment complexes. We'll take a short break. We'll bring, pick this back up after the break with the Dell Wamsey Radio Show.
0: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too.
4: talk 1370 the right choice
2: welcome back now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time Del Wamsley
3: welcome back to Del Wamsley radio show today we're having an esoteric conversation about the maturity continuum of life which basically says that most people get stuck in a dependent society a dependent system so I would like you to think about a line going across your sheet of paper, and th- two lines coming down, and which leaves three columns. In each column, there's a ladder, and on the first ladder at the top of it, it says dependent, and you see a bunch of little stick figures climbing that ladder. That's you at your job. That's where they want you. That's what the education system was designed to keep you in, is to shut up, to do your job don't get into trouble and just climb the ladder and put up with whatever it is that they give you in life we call this life of quiet desperation and most people realize eh, I'm, I'm, maybe i'm overstepping there i would say a lot of people realize a lot of you realize you are living that life of quiet desperation a lot of you realize that there's a dead end you know ladder You're going to bump up against somebody else on top of you. And when that guy takes a dump, he's going to dump on you. It's just the way it is. That's the way corporate America works. So the only way to get off of that ladder is to get off that ladder and find another ladder. And this ladder is the ladder of independent operation where you own your own business. And when you own your own business, it may not be big, right? But it is flexible, time-wise, it is flexible growth-wise. And I remember when I started my business, it only took me like 10 houses to replace uh, my total income. I was only making $3,500 a month take-home pay. Real estate investing, when done correctly, is tax-free, so I only needed to make 3500 of take-home pay, which was very easy to do. And once I had that, then I had the choice to be able to leave my corporate America job, which I did. And even though I had done that, I still realized I want to make more money, just like when I was on the corporate America ladder. Now we're in column number two. We are on the independent ladder, and we want to grow up that ladder. But the beauty of the ladder is is that there's nobody else on the ladder. There's a 100 ladders next to you. Of people doing the same thing. We're all trying to buy real estate, right? All these people on, they're all in this ladder and you look at it and go, Hi Bob. Hi, Sue. How you doing, Bob? It's great. How many houses you bought this week? I bought one more. How about you? I bought two more. Did it bother me? Did he bought two more. Didn't bother me at all. Because there's nobody on top of me on my ladder now, guys. I can grow as high as I want to grow, and I bought more houses and more houses and more houses. Eventually I had over a hundred houses. And there was no one there to say, you can't have 10 more houses. You'll be beating me. Nobody was there to tell me that. At the very same time, I had the the space and time of being independent to be able to look around and go, hey, Sue, you're doing that wrong. Come on over to my training program. Let me show you how to do it. I'm up here with 100 houses. You're struggling with one or two. Your tenants are killing you. You don't know what you're doing. Come over here and I'll help you. And so I started another ladder, an educational ladder. Now I've got an educational ladder and I've got my investments. Now I'm doing double duty. And that's when I realized, wow, with all these houses, all these apartments I'm owning, and I owned a 10-unit, a 20-unit, a 30-unit, a 40-unit apartment. And when I started buying all this stuff, and then I also had this seminar business and educational business. Then I realized, you know, not your work is harder than you do when you're in corporate America. And that's when being independent lost its charm. Not that I wanted to go back to dependency. What I wanted to do was to hire other people to run my businesses. So I bought all apartments and got rid of my houses. And each apartment had a manager. And that manager ran that business, maintenance guys to do the maintenance work and I hired people at my seminar business to do all of the selling, all of the marketing, all of the uh, customer service stuff, and I just taught, and that's all I did. So I cut my workload by 80 or 90%. Right now I work three hours a week. I do three radio shows a week, and you listen to them. Two other ones a week that I do are both are repeats or what we call best-ups. So I do three hours a week. That's my job now, three hours a week. That is called being interdependent. To be interdependent, you have to own a business and look on the org chart, and your name is not there. So when you look on the org chart of every one of my apartment complexes, my name's not there. I don't go there. In fact, I own apartment complexes that because I bought in as a passive, I've never been to them. Right? I don't even know where they're at. Nor do I care because the people that are running the operations are very competent, maybe even more competent than I would be. And so they allow me to be interdependent on someone else. Now, they can't control me because I'm not dependent on them. I own multiple businesses and have multiple people running them, so no one person has their finger on my neck to control everything. And on my big businesses, I have multiple divisions, And multiple executive—no, I have only one executive vice president, but I have multiple vice presidents that run each division. And, and, And my companies have massive divisions and multiple companies, right? So now I'm interdependent, right? Interdependent. You look on the org chart, I'm not there. I always often, times in seminars, pull out my set of keys, and you'll see there's two keys on my key ring, one for my car and one for my house. So why do I not have any keys? I own 17 businesses. Why no keys? Because if I owned a key, someone would want me to open or close the business. I don't go to the businesses because once you go, they want you to do stuff. That's their job to do. Right? People ask me all the time, don't, can I have your card? I go, I don't have a card. You don't have a card? I go. No, you have to have a job to have a card. There has to be a reason for you to contact me for me to have a business card. I don't need a business card. In fact, my wife was being funny one Christmas, and she bought me business cards, which she knows I hate, won't carry. And she got me a little gold business card carrier. And I was kind of teed off as I opened the carrier. I go, you know I'm not going to use this. Why would you waste your money? She goes, open up that. And it was the cards. And I said, oh, my gosh, you got me cards. And I looked at the card. And you know what it said? I'll call you. There was no telephone number up there. It just said, I'll call you because there's no reason for you to call me. Well, I need to talk to you about your business. No, you need to talk to somebody in my business about my business. Well, I've got this great marketing program I want you to look at. No, you want my marketing people to look at that. Well, I've, I've got this other thing I want you to look at. No, I, I've got this opportunity for you. Then put, pass it through my, my brokers and my agents. Right? Right. That's the power of interdependency. You don't have to do anything except align yourself with really great people that know how to do things. Now, when we saw that Biden was going to win, and we knew that back in December, probably November, December, we knew he was winning. I started thinking, hmm, we know tax rates are going to go up. So whatever I made last year, it doesn't matter what I made. I'm going to make less because you're going to take a larger percentage in taxes. And so I said to myself, hmm, how do I solve this problem? Do I go up there and raid the Capitol and shoot people and get mad and get crazy and get on the internet and get myself kicked off the internet and let everybody know I'm a loco lunatic? No. I just quietly called up all the brokers I knew and said, I need more properties. So over the last... 30, 60 days, I've closed on two. I've already got five more I'm going after. I Decided to put another 10, $12 million in real estate. Now, $10 million at a 68% return is another 600 to $800,000 a year. I doubt that they can raise my taxes that much more. Now think about this for a second. You struggled your whole life to get to a job that earns $10,000 a month. I just added fifty to sixty thousand dollars a month to my income. Fifty to sixty, and I do absolutely no work to do that. That's interdependency, and that doesn't have anything to do with my other companies. I own five real estate companies. We just opened another real estate company, Atlanta, Georgia. So I own one in Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, Austin, Phoenix. And Atlanta those are all my companies they're all real estate companies I've got a consulting company that goes to all those areas also all over the country in fact but it's just one company so I've got all those companies and then I owned six apartment complexes right and just keep adding these things on then I own two software companies and just keep adding all these things on and I just keep buying I've just bought five more businesses I'm only telling you that not to impress you, but to impress upon you, that independence allows you to do whatever you need to do to have whatever you want to have. There's no limitations. Now, when you're dependent, there's all kinds of limitations. When you're interdependent or when you're independent, the limitation is your time, right? And maybe your credit, your credibility, but definitely your time. That's your only limit. But when you take your time out of the equation, when time is not a limiting factor what is your potential in life the answer unlimited we'll be right back with the del wamsley radio show
4: talk 137, the right choice
2: welcome back now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire america one person at a time del wamsley
3: Welcome back to the Wamsley Radio Show. Today, we're having an esoteric conversation about the maturity continuum. And the basic concept, if you're just tuning, tuning in, I'm sorry, is that we, most Americans, live a life of quiet desperation in a dependent lifestyle, dependent on first your parents, then dependent on your teachers, then dependent on your boss, employees, and then ultimately dependent on the government for your retirement package, your Social Security, and so forth. And that you never really break out of that dependency. You never really have control of your life. And so you end up living... Your entire life uh, really is like a gerbil on a, on a wheel. Life of quiet desperation. You really never get to where you want to be. First choice is to try to mature, to grow up, and to get away from being dependent is to become independent, in which case you have control of your own financial situation, both your cash flow and your asset base, and um, you, you need to do that. Now, the problem with most people is they can't do something like that in large chunks because they don't have enough money. So you start out like I did. You buy one rent house. This is the key. you got to start. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. You've got to go buy one rent house. Now you're $500 a month free, or than you were before you had that rent house. Buy two. Now you're 1000 a month freer than what you were. Um, you do it that way until you get up to where you have about $10,000 in income, and then you can quit your job. And then you're totally free. And then you can go out there and buy apartment complexes because you have the time to operate them at that point. If you've got more money when you're starting, then you can just go start with an apartment complex and buy in. And if you don't know how to operate it, you take the classes, you learn how to do it, but then you also hire someone else to do it for you that already has a skill set. And you can move quicker than what you could if you don't have very much money. But you've got to start somewhere. That's the bottom line. If you don't ever start, you'll never get there. Right? It's not where you start, it's where you end up the counts. And The ending up part is the last part of this thing. Is at some point, you're going to want to be interdependent and not independent. Interdependent means that you own businesses. You don't work in businesses. You own businesses and other people work in them. You could say you work on businesses Um and that would be true. I mean, I work on my businesses to some degree, uh, but mostly on them and never in them. So if you think about this, I was talking to two guys yesterday. They're both uh, consultants of ours, and they're both multi-multi-millionaires and successful to the nth degree. Um, maybe even more than me. I have no idea. But they, I know, they, they have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of, well, let's say thousands and thousands and thousands of units type thing. And they're very successful. So I asked each of them the question. What does the end look like for you? Do you ever just sell all this stuff off and uh, just quit? And one guy said, no, I can't sell it all off because the only way that I'm free is because I own so much business, so much real estate slash business, that I have all these employees that do everything for me. And because I have these businesses, I have these people. If I didn't have the businesses, I wouldn't have the people. And even if I owned real estate or owned something, I'd be working on it myself uh, and maybe even in it because I would have to uh, spend some time doing things that I don't do, things, you know, simple things. Like if you own an apartment complex, you don't need to go to the apartment complex. My wife goes to the apartment complex. Uh, I don't. And uh, the truth of the matter is, she probably doesn't have to go there very often. She just elects to. She's teaching her daughter to get into business, so she's spending time there more out of love than anything else. Uh, The property's in pretty good condition for COVID. I mean, 97% occupied. We're rocking over there. Um, But other than that, the other properties, there's no need to go to them. There's no reason to go to these things. So... Uh, you know, his idea was though, but the property management part, the accounting part, the the writing the checks, the paying the taxes, all that stuff. Well, I've got that too, and I realize he's right. I'll never get rid of all my businesses because you lose all those people. The other gentleman said to him, I said, he said, look, what I'm doing is I'm not doing anything anymore. You know, I'm not going to be a, a lead investor, a syndicator anymore. I'm not going to be an IRO anymore. I'm buying passive deals, and I just keep selling my other stuff and buying into more passives. And as I make more money, I'm deploying into more passives. And his concept is I get all of these people from the top down, which are experts at what they do, out there generating money for me. And I don't do anything. Nothing. Zero except at the end of the year, collect all the 1099s. So, you know, he made that point. And when I came away from the conversation, I was almost a little embarrassed that I had even asked the question that I didn't get it. The end result is you own a lot of business. Why? Because then you don't work in the business. The more business you own, the better the people you can hire, the better the people you can hire, the less you need to be involved, the higher the quality of the people. And the more profit you make. So it's one of these spiraling things, but it's not spiraling out of control like where you work and work and work and work and work because you're in the business, right? This is because you don't work because you're not in the business because you have so many people working for you because you're so wealthy. That's the end result. That's the end run. And then, of course, the last part of that is got to give back. Somewhere along the line, if you have any belief that you got there by yourself, you're crazy. We all got there with help from other people, mentoring us the whole way through the whole process. And when you get to that point, you got to look back and say, hey, it's my turn. I talked to a guy the other day on Tell Dell. He said the same thing. He was like uh, Brian was saying, you know, my goal is to get to the point where I don't work in my business anymore at all. And he says that I'd like to you know, help some other people. I said, so what you're saying is you want to come be a consultant? He goes, wow, I guess I do. So there it was, full circle. I always know a person is ready to retire when they're ready to mentor. If you are in a situation where you're still struggling on your business that you don't have the time to mentor, then you're still in your business. Very true, folks. Listen to that again. I'll say it one more time. If you're still working in your business to the degree that you don't have time to mentor other people, then you're not 100% successful. Or... Let me restate that, you're still in a independent state and not ready to move into interdependency, which is the most mature level of all of this. When you get to interdependency, that's when you have free time because everybody else is doing all the work. And the last thing I want you to remember about this level is that you have more money money than you spend. And if you want more money, you just buy more businesses because it's not more work to own more businesses when you do it the right way. My friends, I hope you've understood this conversation. And I repeat what esoteric means. It's information that only a select few that understand the secret that actually can understand this knowledge and benefit from it and use it under the understanding it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Have a wonderful
2: day.